why explain explain to us your your concept of why it's important to do that it it delivers a different quality of feeling i mean feeling in the field is possible i can have a feeling when i am dissociated it's even more intense than the one in the body but um feeling in physicality is a different quality and um i think it's a gift it's a gift kind of having it more material more dense more you know you can be that fairy that is like beautiful smell in the air and she's inventing herself you know with all the beautiful expressions she can be but if she's not physical it's um it's different and, and be, being fully incarnated means you don't have so many choices you know, you're just pulled into an adventure and then you're kept in it until death spits you out on the other end and whatever it takes and whatever it makes with you you have to go through it um and um it's kind of a thing that helps us to be courageous like when when you go to the movies you sit on the chair and you've got that agreement that you don't you don't stand up before the movie is over and this is a zombie kind movie of makes sense and then you run out <laughs> if it's a zombie movie you might run out running out is like committing suicide same quality and i know how harsh it is punished if you do it as a human because you neglect the gift of life it's not that source is angry but he gives you exactly what you deserve or what you wish for and he throws you into the void for a little time it appears to be eternity when you're in it because you said oh i don't like life and he says okay no problem i can give you a space without life and he puts you into the void to give you a chance to make a better decision do you feel like you 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 can be in this incarnation do you feel like you can be present if you're not in your body i'm a mess in that regard i can go into my car drive 800 kilometers to you to munich not being aware of any uh thing on the road not where i leave the highway go into this route that route no memory zero memory i arrive in the evening and my spirit went to design a machine and when i'm in munich the machine is ready this is complete dissociation and yeah it has some some good things about it but um, i still can feel that it is the the outcome of something not good 
it's the result of heavy mercury poisoning. It simply it, it killed my nervous system when I was a child, and my entire body is basically in severe pain. So I learned I learned from early on not to be in it because being in was like every single cell was screaming like hell. And a child can't take that 24-7, so it goes out. So I had to learn to be outside. And yes, it had it has some advantages. You can read a book, triple speed, and then you don't forget a single word of what you read. Um, kind of, <laughs> it has some good sides, but uh, when I when I compare it to what I actually system, and I wish there would be a, a, a way to completely repair it. Which is not because you know when you you are initiated into life into a certain way, even if you fix the underlying problem on the biochemical plane, um, you're still sitting on the habits. My habit is not being. And yeah, I can I can force myself into complete a spiritual process. I've learned that, so everything is fine on that end. But, I mean, ask the people living with me. They expect me to be there. And if I'm not, they take it personally. And I can understand that. I'm sorry about that. Um, being present feels like the the ultimate healing state that you can give to yourself or to others. Um. And I, and, and I feel like as you're speaking, it's almost like you're you're talking again about that it's your habit, like it's the echo, it's the the archonic echo that you're talking about that keeps pushing you out because because I, I think nearly all of us our nervous systems. I, I I feel like every disease now is caused by nervous system dysregulation, basically. Um. And I feel like the only way to deal with that is to to go to be present in the body and feel the dysregulation and be present with it until it heals. I don't know what it would take to do that. Um, and I don't even know where this is sort of going, but maybe that's why we've been given these physical bodies, because mm. if there's this echo and we chose, if you like, to heal the satanic trauma we were going to have to do it through the body in presence thank you i i'll really i'll have to take a long holiday for that i know it works i've done it with back pain you know? go into the back pain and make sure that you lie the entire night in the most uncomfortable position possible to make the pain as intense as it can get to heal the underlying cause because pain is a healing. I, I, theoretically, I know that it works exactly that way. So I should force myself in and stay in that pain as long as necessary. Until it's well, started. it's quite interesting because I've tried that with <laughs> this hip pain thing going on. And I tried that for two years. And well, anyway, I have sort of healed the hip pain. Did it work? 
Um, it worked to a certain level and a certain degree, but it was something that you, the reason I contacted you is I was actually listening to one of your lectures about two days ago and then I have an overwhelming urge. Okay, I'm just going to email him. And you emailed straight back and said, yes, let's talk, which was amazing. But you said something which, which just light bulb me so much because I've been taking all these people either into their heart centers or into their pain, sit with the pain, sit with the emotion, blah, blah, blah. It moves a bit, you know, it dissipates a bit. But the thing is, you said, where are you? And it just did all these light bulbs. And, and I suddenly realized that I wasn't really in the pain or in the nervous system or in the whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm actually really right here. So then what I tried, was doing, which is what I was explaining to you, is this is the sarcophagus and other, a few other nights since I listened to you, is when you feel it through that portal, that's when it dissipates. If you just go into the nervous mm. system, sit in the nervous system, well, it just bloody hurts. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it sort of dissipates. You get some memories, maybe some other stuff Mm. comes up. But actually, when you do this, what's happening is it's God's Mm. presence, or maybe God's wrong word, greater presence. And it has a different quality. It has a different quality. And And then you just sit and you wait and you sit and you wait. And obviously everything in you screaming to move. And you sit and you wait from the inside out not the Mm. outside in, as that point, and then it just, at some point, it suddenly just goes, Uh, and I, and and it was Mm. you that light bulbed me in that. Obviously, we'd be doing the other stuff, and then, thank you for that. Thank you for that. (laughs) (laughs) Try that anyway. <laughs> because because my, my perspective was a different one when when I go through processes it's like I I, I focus being in the emotion or in the feeling of the emotion motion emotion is the biochemical stuck part I try to go with the flow of the feeling try to center myself in the feeling like white water rafting you know you always try to be in the middle of the stream because that's what i've been trying to slower plus dangerous yeah (laughs) and and then you kind of you get stuck and then you're firm deeper and you takes you to the next level so it's like more tumbling into the heart space bit by bit um i never came across the idea to start from the center and pull it in from there. Maybe yeah, well, you gave me that idea. idea. But also, that's you know, if you're white water rafting, your nervous system's active, even if you manage to get into the perfect bit of the current, because at any moment, <laughs> <laughs> you could. So, yeah, maybe that's where we've all been going a bit wrong. I don't know. You fumble yourself through. Yeah. You know, whatever works. in another like few thousand years so um i wanted to ask you a question as well i don't know if this it's kind of it's not off topic but it it is and it isn't obviously 
you've you've studied the history. We went into that, but we've gone completely off tangent. And and you're very much focused on um, moving forward now, which I agree. You know how how are we going to like you know get our shit together and actually move forward? And obviously, there's all this other stuff going on in the background, which we are participatory within. Obviously, well, we can talk about this as well um, in terms of the morphogenic fields, or what I would call them, fields of information. Um, but what's coming up a lot for people is um, living with and being around unconscious people. Because obviously a lot of people have been really traumatised the last couple of years by being ostracised, you know, Atlantis Mark II, and being pushed out, um, you know, even their own families and parents. I mean, Chris, they're making them sit in the garden, you know, because they wouldn't follow the narrative and all of this kind of stuff. And 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 I think many of us are wise or battered enough to realise you can't force someone to awaken. So that's not a possibility. But it is very, very challenging um, when you're in the minority and you're surrounded by basically unconscious people that you love and care about. And that's a big thing for many people. And so what would you... What do you advise or how do you, I mean, I, I imagine that you're mostly surrounded by very conscious people, but what would you say to people who are not in that position? I don't know any. Sorry, say that again. I don't, I don't know any. That was kind of one of my very first lessons that really hit me hard. It was a seminar called Psychic Reading. Beautiful setup. We were 22 people and you sit every evening together in couples. And you tell the other one whom you don't know, you tell him his life. Out of the blue. And he just, during the training, he says, yes, no, yes, no. So if you're right, you get a yes. If you're wrong, you get a no. And by that training, you learn to distinguish the sources of truth and of lying within yourself. And there are three sources of truth. It's spontaneous speech, compassion, and uh, third eye clairvoyance, interpreting symbols, you see, or seeing scenes from his life, you can then describe. And there's exactly one source of lies, and this is your ego. And we had a pot in the middle called the ego pot. And whenever you caught yourself with an ego thought, you were obliged to stand up and put a dollar into the ego pot. <laughs> Simple form of self-punishment. And after one week, everyone in the room was capable of reading another person he doesn't know um, from scrap with zero mistakes. And the, the lesson I learned during that training, the, the more important one is when, when I started the course, there were like 21 people I didn't know and I didn't like. You know, the boring housewife and the overmental technician from the local power station and the unemployed victim and whatever. Ego had a judgment for every single one. And after I have read their stories, 
every single one of them. I was in deep respect and unconditional love to every single one of them. Because I cannot compare myself to anyone else. I've got my problems and my abilities and my things I had to solve in my life. And this is what I'm here for. And when you look at other people, uh, the beauty of their stories might not lie in the field of your interest, but it's in the field of theirs. And if you project your own upon them, you get like this perspective of having unconscious people. But they are not. They're busy with completely different things. That's all. Yeah. And um, it's not easy than my part or anyone else's part. You know? Maybe they carry the pain of grandma that got raped or I don't know what, you know. So, so you're back to, or we're back to the mirror of the other, recognizing that within yourself, transmuting and healing that within yourself. So basically we're at patience. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I just try to avoid the, the, the trap you might fall into being arrogant. Yeah, no, I, yes, I agree people. with you. And I don't think it's arrogance. I think what comes up for people, well, certainly the people, the most of, I can only speak for most people on this channel that mm. I speak to. It's, of course, there's ego, but it's rarely arrogance. It's more things like um, uh, sadness, uh, watching people harm themselves, uh, frustration is huge. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of emotions like mm -hmm. that and and many people are you know do i walk away do i stay and 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 i've just got to the to the place where i'm i'm trying to deepen in my compassion so i'm cultivating patience which is one of my most tricky things <laughs> and um and 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 actually <clears throat> i'm so much more compassionate now than i was three years ago absolutely mm. but it but I think it's I think it's a really tricky one because um if you are awakening once you start it seems to really speed up basically mm. and 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 I think it's very frustrating and it's heartbreaking like you say nobody wants to go to the heart center because it just hurts so bloody much but actually you get to this point where it sort of feels good, like when someone's giving you a really painful massage, you mm. feel like there's blood going in there finally. Mm. And, yeah, so you're basically advocating um, to see them more and more and more and more and see see your, your you through the mirror of them. What, what I really learned in all the healing processes I've been helping through, put it that way, is when something doesn't work, there's a reason to it. And the reason is mostly bigger than the problem that cannot be solved. So when you try to, to see someone or help someone through a process and it doesn't work, you're just pulling the wrong string. 
You're trying to push someone through a door that's not the next one to go through. And then you need to see, okay, what, what's hindering him? What's blocking him? What's, what needs to be seen first? And it can be something completely different that needs to be seen first. And it's kind of the idea of, of the awakened ones that he knows better what's next, which is not the case. He knows his own part. And then yeah, he would, thinks, yeah, okay, yeah. I understand what the other one needs because I've been going through that path, so he needs to go through that as well. But it's not the case. Mostly it's a completely different thing. And this is how you find the, the, the beauty of all those other lives, by not judging them against the background of your own. And if it doesn't need the awakening in this moment, who knows why, you know, like you have the party people that that go for drugs and party 24-7 and don't move a single millimeter towards healing. I have no clue what they are doing there. I, I can <laughs> just imagine <laughs> that that they work on some really deep pain. I can't even imagine how deep it is that they need to drug themselves to that extent. Or, or distract themselves to that extent. And the only thing you can do is, you know, if you should ever come to the point of feeling like looking at things, I think I could be around, you know, give me a call. And leave it with them. It's all, always about self-responsibility. Leave people in their self-responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. But but the thing is, is that if you so obviously you've spoken about morphogenic fields, we've got we've got the electromagnetic field around our body, yeah. which I call the biofield. And actually, because everything is a mirror, you're changing that that field within you every time um, you acknowledge yourself in the other, basically. Mm -hmm. or the other yes. yeah that that's i think i've said that the right way around mm -hmm. so so when you so generally if some something happens to me or someone irritates me or whatever now and it used to be like this obviously but now i'm like okay what am i holding yes. what, what what is exactly. that so i go in me and then and then that changes the biofield and the other question i wanted to ask you is when you change your biofield does that automatically, it must automatically be changing the morphogenic fields, you know, the, the collective morphogenic fields and the archetypal energies, and it's all quantumly entangled. It, it must, everything must be affecting the whole. Yeah, yeah, this is how, it's like a kaleidoscope. Yeah. In reality, you just have a, a, a blue square and a green circle and a yellow triangle. That's all that exists. Yeah. Reality, real reality is absolutely boring and simple. And then you have that kaleidoscope where you look through and you see reflections of that everywhere. Large scale, small scale, yeah. meddled into fractal beauty. Um, and I had one kind of nice experience of how um, how the real thing is happening. Um, 
was kind of in between two seminars. Some of the part participants, they found out something about uh, the book of black magic, which is an item in the conceptual realm that basically is there to create an, a, a space where um, the divine order is not working. It's, it looks like, when you look at it, it looks like the eye of Sauron. So the book on the bottom, and then you have that realm opening, and within it, the rules of black magic are ruled. And the divine doesn't count much. So it's kind of a space open to make exceptional experiences, put it simply that way. And it looked like it's about time to close that book to reintroduce divine order into our sphere. Typical work for the collective. And somehow they thought that I should be involved. So um, that was one thing happening. And then you had like two other people on the personal level that was for the collective. And on the personal level, there were two people in that group, in that seminar that got access to the library of a Freemason and inherited some books of him and somehow had to deal with those books. Like, you know, it's a lot of dark knowledge in it. You know, you might learn technique that could help you to manipulate people or be more successful. So they got tempted, you know, shall we keep that book maybe for later? Shall we burn it? You know, all those questions. And the moment when, when the work in the collective was done, like closing that book from two ends, from outside coming through the front door and from the seminar room in the basement coming up the staircases, two people with those books came in and they simultaneously said, by the way, we just decided to burn our books. Yeah. So <laughs> you have like one thing happening in the chamber of the kaleidoscope. Um, where the core decision is made and as a synchronicity all over the planet in the same time people make the same decision yeah absolutely and this is synchronicity it's it's when you understand the kaleidoscope concept it's easy yeah all you need to 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 learn is the technique to introduce yourself into that chamber in a way that what you do counts this is when you get kind of a good grip and you can really do work in the collective for the collective. Being an example for something, but connecting in a way that you really move the bits and pieces in that chamber. So, but do you, and so do you feel like just working within your own body and your own self and your own biofield? Um, makes a huge difference to the collective or have you got to have healed to a point where that work makes a huge difference to the, I mean, obviously it all makes a difference, but <clears throat> it, it's almost like you're talking because, because, because you have spoken about how you go into morphogenic fields of different countries yeah. and you work it's, with them. And it's synchronicity. It's not because I do it. Um, maybe it's the other way around. I, I healed so many things in me that there's so little left of individualized spirit in me that it allows me to be present in the moment when this happens. 
because I wouldn't mess it up with my personal needs and longings and ego wish of being the hero, you know? If yeah, someone no, not, in that no, quality would like, be... Yeah. No, no, it's, you know, it's, it's yeah. the way you described it, it is as if I did something. I did nothing. I just moved out and gave space and things were allowed to happen in a space where I could observe them happening. Yeah, okay. That's, so, that's so we're it. back to present. So, so it's more of not being there. It's more of not doing anything. It's allowing things to happen through you if the body is involved. It's through me if my body is not involved. It's just an honor to be there when it happens with other people. Yeah, so we're back to presence. But then the thing is, is that if you like, the only the only reason, for example, that I want to be present is because I have a desire to be present. And that is, is that egoic? It's, it's like one, I want to heal. Is that selfish? No, no, no it's not. No, I, it's I not don't know. I, no, you know, no, <laughs> no, anymore, no. But. no, it's, it's good to be present. Oh, yes, it's good to be present, but I, it's, it, I have an overwhelming desire to heal myself now. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just where is that? You, you could say that's selfish. Um, but if we're... No, if we're, if we're, no it's not. If it's, this, this was my toughest lesson. When I wasted my time, trying to assist other people, healing things I was not healed myself with. Yeah, yeah. I wasted my time, plus I wasted their time. Yeah. Because I couldn't make a difference. Whenever I pulled back and said, okay, it looks like I have to fix this in me, fixed it, and then in the aftermath, I suddenly meet people with the same problem, and boom, miracles happen all over the place. That always happens Just, with practitioners. Whatever you've healed, all of me with the same thing come like into Yeah, your, and they just like, drop into the healing. Yeah. They don't even need a big effort. Yeah. It's simply working. And it was completely weird. I mean, I, I've been looking at other practitioners that do they thing and they have learned their methods. And I, I have a look at their success rates or count how many times does a, a client reappear on their doorstep for more healing, which is just a counter for how bad they are as healers, you know? <laughs> and I realize, okay, people come to my place once and hardly anyone comes back a second time and problems seem to be solved. So running with a success rate of 999 percent over the last two years which is like okay something seems to be in a good place with me if someone comes with a problem that i have not solved for myself i just say sorry i can't help you because i've got the same problem and i don't know how to solve it like you asked me about you know being in my body yeah, yeah. You know, sorry i'm out of respect i've no i've got no clue how to do that you know <laughs> Can't help you with that. I'm still trying. <laughs> I mean, I'm in lifetime 1012 and I've worked that one out. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. so this is how it works and this is how it doesn't work. So, yeah. 
But do you, so, but, but so obviously what you're saying is from that is that the more you heal yourself, the more of an effect you are having on the collective consciousness mm -hmm. of humanity, basically. Mm -hmm. So that is, that's always yeah. going to be the way because you the, can't the big... anyone else anyway. And the big dream is kind of being, being an inspiration is one thing. Yeah? And then you inspire someone and then he might fall into that healed space for himself. Question is, does he turn into an inspiration of only his story or can you forward your full package? Yeah. Yeah. If you manage to forward, I had that once like a year ago with a guy from Australia where I worked with him and whatever he did, he was completely like a copy of myself, capable of forwarding the same thing to others. And there is, okay, this is kind of step two. Step three would be refining a quality where it goes in three steps. Kind of the people he touches also being capable of forwarding the same package, yeah, yeah. full package to a third person. And if it's kind of three, it goes on for eternity. Infin yeah, infinity. Yeah. Yeah, for infinite transmissions. And then it's like a bushfire. And it's going to burn down the entire system and change the entire planet because it's unstoppable. This is kind of the quality like what Jesus ignited when he discovered that the Lord is not this punishing asshole, <laughs> the loving creature. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing idea, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never thought about that before, no one, you know. And then he comes up with this beautiful experience that there is a loving God, and he manages to get that quality that is transmissible. And it's still going now. Isn't and that it's still going like, now, yeah. Wow. I, I mean, a little bit twisted by the Catholic Church. Yeah, of course, but, but yeah kind of nailed him on the cross to have a trophy to put on the wall and then turned the churches into a blood sacrifice place where you drink his blood and eat his flesh. Yeah, nice. Every Sunday. <laughs> so things got twisted. All of that, bit. they didn't manage to stop the mess no. of love, you know, which is extraordinary, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And, and something in that quality is about to happen again. Mm -hmm. And um, we've been trying to refine that, uh, called it blessing to forward to others, to be forwarded, and and it's already viral. It's on the on the march forward. See if it ignites. I don't know yet. Yeah. No, I feel. Yeah. I mean, I feel very positive at this point for humanity. I feel very positive. So have you got any um, last words on that that you would like to share with us? <laughs> what I really would like to see is that we make it without external help. No, what something that really would be said, you know, after everything we went through. Now imagine the aliens need to take out the nukes before they explode to keep us from self-destroying. Yeah. That would be sad. 
if that would be necessary. So, um, um, I, I really try to be that non-linear ripple going through the field to to ignite that thing of you know. There's no need to follow the echo. There's no need of repeating things that are out of order in in a way that it, it needs the full restaging. We can volunteer to look at our things. It's all there, it's all in us, it's all in the memory. And we look inside instead of waiting for it to reappear in the outer world. Mostly by being afraid of exactly this happening. It's a creative force. Um, nothing needs to materialize in the material plane. We can just pull it all back into us and solve it within. And that would be a beautiful last chapter. I, I think we can do that. Doing it. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> Harold, is we've actually been talking for nearly two hours and it's felt like two minutes. Um, I can't thank you enough. It's been a joy and a pleasure and an honour, a real honour to listen to you. And my heart's just been singing all the way through. <laughs> thank you so much for your time. I know all ev everyone who's, who um, can witness you is going to enjoy all the words that you've shared with us. Thank you. It's it's interesting because it's it's never been put public before. You know, this is all very fresh. The, the big shifts in the collective, and I think it's a good good environment to spread the word for the first time. Because you know things are completely different. You know timeline spits everyone everybody back in the same boat, uh, which in a way is uh, scary because I really expected you know like the easy the easy way out or the People who expose themselves to V dying from it and, you know, only the non-Veed surviving, creating their own realm would have been an easy way out. But like that, actually, it looks like we really need to, to work it out together, which is a bit more challenging, but uh, um, looks like the Lord thinks it's doable. Well, humans are amazing. They're amazing. Yeah, it looks like. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and maybe one just not trying to spoil the, the quality of the talk, but one technical thing at the end. If anyone is still suffering from that COVID nightmare on one or the other end of the stick, having problems with a V or having problems with a long COVID or an acute infection. Um, there's one guy, uh, actually he's a good friend of mine who developed uh, COVID medication. The only one developed from the scrap, uh, having a look at the gain of function research, how they did it. 
reverse engineering a cure for exactly that um, weapon. And um, he asked me to assist him in the development. He did it actually for his wife because she's immune compromised and he was afraid that she wouldn't survive an infection. So he did it all out of love, just, you know, in the tiny little space. But then it worked. And then he said, okay, let's offer it to humanity. And he asked me to join into the development. And I said no back then, which I deeply regret because I left him with an 80-hour labor day <laughs> doing the entire development on his own. Um, but he did it and he managed to found a biotech company in India producing the stuff. And uh, he got me in then for, for basically um, financing the first batch of um, little bottles. And uh, they're running out of shelf life end of November. And he's still sitting on... Um, I don't know, 10,000 units <laughs> that's available at the moment. And they're selling it for production costs. Okay. Kind of just to get the shelves empty before they produce the next batch that will have a longer shelf life then. So it's not even about uh, turning bad. <laughs> it makes two years. It's proven now, but it's labelled for one year. So, the, the so where can people um, buy this? Is this from a it's from a website? Um, it's it's vedicinals.com. Vedicinals number nine on the vedicinals, like Vedic and medicinal. And um, well, I can put the link in my description yeah, for anyone yeah. who's interested. I'll send it, send I'll send it yeah, to you. Exactly. And they sell it for I think ninety five dollars, three packages, three full cures, and. In a month time, it's going to cost 140 or 150 again per one cure. So it's like giving it away for free at the moment. And uh, resources are limited, you know, buying all the roots and herbs and medicinal plants to produce it. It's not that easy because not so many farmers produce them. So wasting the resources would be a crime. So you get it basically for self-cost at the moment, production cost, and would be beautiful if you just empty that fucking shelf before <laughs> it all it. needs to be dumped <laughs> on a... I, on I mean, a... I have, I get a lot of emails from people who are looking for cures, so um, yeah, absolutely. Mm. I'll, um, for, I'll, I for I'll myself as well, yeah. I for myself can say it saved my life, it saved my life when I had COVID, I would have completely lost it without and then after three weeks, um, I fell into that relapse thing and my lung volume was reduced to something like three quarters of a liter. And I was drowning in cold sweat every night and it saved me a second time. And it prevented me from ending up with long COVID. So I can basically testify <laughs> that it really does an extremely good job. At least they did it on me. And uh, the clinical studies are very clear in it. They didn't, lose, they didn't lose a single patient to COVID. Don't know. Whoever was treated survived. And um, 
they get the long COVID patients out of their misery with one treatment. So it's just a solution and it's, it's stupid to, to waste good solutions to stupidity. So get hold of it if you can. Yeah, okay, brilliant. I will, I'll share it. I'll share it everywhere. Okay. Um, that's wonderful. And you've got a website as well. And um, is that, you, you're, you've got some energy medicine and things on your website as well, haven't you? Uh, I took your, um, I've, I've, your I've black got... goo uh, homeopathic remedy, which was interesting. I did it three times over, I don't know, a couple of years. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. I've, I've got the Aquarius minus technologies.de this is where you find the all the publications publication area and if anything in the talk you want to see it in black and white with references you will find it there um not trying to advertise myself as a coach anymore because i'm already completely overwhelmed with bookings so, you know, um, if anything, I'm still willing to educate other people in doing the same service to others, kind of sharing techniques with other healers. This is what's going to happen over the next course of a year, giving seminars and teaching methods and then getting some whatever tutorials out so that I don't need to be there teaching, you know enough of teaching experience was collected i can just yeah and you did a whole seminar and... today and then came to talk to us and you're doing it tomorrow as well <sighs> so yeah yeah this month was hell like four weekends on seminars and the weeks in between completely stuffed with one-on-one -on -one sessions well i think it's amazing because i i really think that that what you're sharing is is just so important because you have context you have history you have science and you're shaming, <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of the full package and um, it's deeply interesting to talk to you and I think you've got amazing solutions. And it's a pleasure to talk with someone that is getting the message. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my best. <laughs> no, no, I can yeah. see you getting it. So I hope your audience is... Well educated, they by, are educated by you, yeah, so that they can and get it willing, as well. Because you know? uh, I'm afraid quite a few people would get that, you know, the beautiful white shirt with a, with a um, closing on the back. <laughs> uh, when listening to us, but anyways, no, I think. No, I think we'll make sense to lots of the people listening to us, hopefully. Anyway, even if one of them does, it's great. Yeah. I, I, I haven't heard any anyone criticizing the, the content I put out for years. Yeah. Like back in 2012, people looked at me as if I'm completely crazy. And... Uh, I had like a, a mix of 50-50 between, oh, this seems to be interesting and a complete nutcase. And the trolls, kind of the paid trolls going over my stuff. 
over and over again. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine and all the stuff. That was yeah. kind of <laughs> massive <laughs> irritation sometimes, you know, with me still having an ego. Of course, being attacked then. What else? It's a compliment now mm. to be considered insane. Yeah, but they, they stopped doing it. <laughs> yeah. They completely went silent. It's amazing. I but mean, censor has to do with your energy field as well. I mean, sen censorship, yes. I'm, I'm shadow banned on YouTube. If you put in my name, nothing pops up, at least when I do it. I'm completely. Oh, no, I, you get stuff. You get stuff. When when you resort it by not by importance but by uh, latest upload or yeah. most views, then I reappear. But the default setting is just importance, and if you go by importance, the algorithm is cutting me out. Yeah, and many 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 uh, interviews have been removed completely. Yeah, I can imagine. But but. <laughs> I don't care. Telegram is different. Telegram doesn't count views. So you never know how uh, viral something gets. Because it's shared multiple times, nobody counts, so you can't even look up uh, if something is popular or not. But I get the feedback directly from the people you know, that um, I'm all over Telegram. That's interesting. So, I haven't seen you on Telegram. So maybe it's more the German community. Yeah, it might. Yeah, because you've got lots of German interviews. Yeah, yeah. on Telegram. So yeah. if someone in the English-speaking community wants to import me into Telegram, copy the thing and upload it. See if it goes viral. I don't know. Possibly. I've shared. I shared. I've shared a few of your things on my channel, but my channel is tiny on Telegram because it's yeah. New. But it can be copied. Yeah. yeah. If people share, it's going viral. It doesn't matter how small it starts. Yeah. No, exactly. Well, we keep keep onwards and upwards. And yeah, once again, deeply appreciative, especially after you've worked all day. So thank you. And um, yeah, I'll put all the information that, that Harold has said in the description. So if you want to find that, um, um Come and come and find it in the description. And thank you all for listening. And mostly thank you, Harold, for sharing your beautiful soul with us and your amazing mind and um, your heart. Thank you. Mm.